This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the EVP Podcast. I am one of your distinguished co-hosts, DVO. I'm not as distinguished, but I'm here, Beaker. And I'm Ghosty McGhostface. So last episode, all three of us were here, but only two recorded. <laughs> I was passed out on the beanbag What chair. happened to you, man? You uh, where are you today? Well, I took some oxycodone right before we recorded, and I passed the fuck out. So last, oh. week, was a, last week was a holiday, so we, we, we literally haven't seen you or talked to you in two weeks. Just kidding. <laughs> I talked to you on the phone yesterday. We talk all the time. <laughs> no, I uh, had a really bad... I, well, it was five millimeters, so... It was the biggest they can be before they like recommend surgery because I think anything bigger than five, I think once you get six millimeters or bigger, they say they have to surgically remove it. The kidney stone? Yeah. So after I left here, um, I literally drove the half. Let's talk about first. You you came here. I did come here. With good intentions. Yes. I I, I brought the camera and everything. Uh, I planned on recording. Um, I took some oxycodone and some ibuprofen to kill the pain and I passed out. Um, in the it's position. all it's all prescribed medication I got from the emergency room doctor the night before, but yeah, it was it, pr- it proved to be a little too much for me at the time, and I, I passed out um, while we were doing the research, and while I made it upstairs to the beanbag and then passed out again. Yes. I did want to say, um, <laughs> listening to the episode uh-huh. uh, when they were using the ovulus, it's actually the eye ovulus, which is on the. It's an app that you can get for the Apple products. Oh, okay. And I I have that on my iPad, and I use that quite a bit on investigations. And the word object or object uh-huh, uh-huh. comes up a lot. Ah, uh, interesting. Um, I just I I might still have my library on here. I could show you the words that have popped up like after we're done recording. Okay. But um, I do remember that part because I was in and out while we were watching the episode. Uh-huh. I do remember that part. And I, I just wanted to say that um, that that word, yes. whether it's object or object, does come up a lot on the iOvulus. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is what they were using. It's like a $4 app on, it, I believe it's for Apple products only because okay. it's the iOvulus. It's made by Digital Dowsing, the same company that actually makes like the Ovulus 3 and the Ovulus 5. They have an app version. They have an app interesting. version. Interesting. I've had okay. the app version give me some relevant information before. Uh, most of the time, it just spits out words. Okay. An object is one that comes a lot. Interesting. Good okay. to know. I've never used that app and didn't know there was one. Yep. I've had it for a couple of years. I think I do remember seeing you have that, actually. I just, <laughs> that was like the one thing, like listening to the episode, that was like the, I'm like, you guys did perfect on that episode without me, except for that one part. Um, okay. Because you didn't know. And, like that's that's um yeah so is it even our fault <laughs> no it's mine for having passing a kidney out. stone apparently <laughs> passing out God, so what ended up happening stones. i mean after the next day after we recorded you guys were going to the hospital so twice. i actually um when i left here the pain was so intense i was literally bawling on the way home um how did it sound <laughs> i don't know um there's uh i wish you would have recorded it <laughs> some people do that on, on like tiktok and stuff you see that themselves they, crying. Yeah, they just emotional kids you know and they start recording themselves crying like their world's um, the worst it's ever been and <laughs> no I, as soon as i got home i ended up going back to the emergency room and uh they did another ct scan there did I you believe. pass out there no i they did give me a lot of drugs though um 
Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, to kill the pain. And they basically determined that the kidney stone pretty much got stuck Ugh. and was possibly going the wrong way, going back up into my kidney. Ugh. They asked me if I wanted to just pass it on my own, and I said, yes, let's try that. Woke up the next morning about 11 o'clock. The pain came again, and I called the urologist, and they're like, do you want to have it surgically removed? And I'm like, yes, let's just do this. Get it done and over with. So by 6.30 that night, I was on the operating table. So what did they do? Where did the incision happen? There was no incision. They go up the pee hole. Oh. They grabbed it with their bare hands? I'm... Probably had gloves on. I don't know. I was out. But they went full fist up your pee hole? Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Full fist up there. It's it like stretches. I'm, I've got a magic penis. that It felt like a meteorite in there. a great way to start the episode. Um, no, they stick a tube or something up in there, and they zap Ugh. it with lasers and break it down and pull it out and Ugh. put a stent in there, and I can show that to you. I took a picture of it after a I took stint? it out. Stent? Stent. S-T-E-N-T. Stent. What is a stent? It's a plastic hollow tube that goes from your bladder to your kidney, and it helps you pass urine. Uh, because of the operation, there's swelling and stuff like that. So, um, I had that in for a couple of days, and then I took it out at home. And how'd that feel? Oh, it just felt like going to the bathroom. It was about a Did half it feel hour. Like you pooed out of your pee hole? No, it just felt like going to the bathroom normal, like just urinating. That's really? all it felt like. Yeah. No, it, I mean, when you pulled it out? Yeah, that's all it felt like. It was like, it just felt like I was urinating. Ah. Um, it was about a half hour later that the intense pain came Ooh. back. And so I went to the ER again, and um, they were able to kind of calm it down, and they gave me even more oxycodone. <laughs> I still don't understand why they took one of your gonads just for this. Yeah, why did they take a testicle for? They didn't. Well, that was They're both still there. <laughs> oh. I can show you. <laughs> I thought you went to this back alley place, sorry. <laughs> no, I was at LDS Hospital. All right. <laughs> no, all, kidney stones are not fun. You're all in one piece. Yep. Excellent. No cutting, no incisions, so right, that was good. fun. That was well, a terrible week. Well, we're glad you're back. And then last week, like, I get to work, my first day back to work after the surgery, it's like, surprise, you're working until 3 a.m., which is why we didn't record last week. Um, holiday and stuff. Enjoy. Yes. But we're here this week. But we're here again. Hey, yeah. Well, look, everybody, it's us. And yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a slacker. I still haven't uploaded the last episode on YouTube. Not that anybody's watching the YouTube, but um, I'll, you'll have two episodes. If, if well, I know you... Zach Baggin watches. Yeah. And he's probably one of the four viewers. That we and uh, um, Ed Warren. Yes. <laughs> Ed? Ed. I mean, he died in 2006, but, you know, I'm sure he's an avid follower of our YouTube channel. Yes. He watches. <laughs> but the, the actor who portrays Ed. Patrick. Patrick oh, Wilson. Patrick. Dreamy boat Patrick <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> he watches the YouTube channel. I bet channel. you wish he was your doctor getting that out of you. But the huh? thing is... No, because he wouldn't know what he's doing. But he watches <laughs> it on, on mute. He just wants to watch Beaker. <laughs> he watches the YouTube channel on mute. All right, well, this episode, my, my goal... Since I kind of briefly hit, hinted about... Uh, I didn't hint. Sorry, I didn't hint. I just mentioned briefly about astral projections. I thought, oh, let's actually let's talk about that and maybe go into more detail what that is. As I was doing research on this topic, it is hard to find specifically astral projections. What I was able to come across frequently, though, looking into this topic was 
out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences. So I thought maybe let's encompass all three of these in this episode. From my understanding, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Well, astral projection and out-of-body experience is the same thing. It's the same thing. But for it seems the most like, part. Yeah, for the most part. It seems like astral projection is more voluntary, like I'm going to put myself out of body. And sometimes out-of-body experiences are just, it just kind of happens. Uh, whether it's because of a near-death experience or some other form, maybe through meditation or whatever, uh, you gave an out-of-body experience, which could be involuntary. That's kind of what I am seeing being the sole differences. I think the majority of the people that have these experiences are just having like an out-of-body type experience. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people out there that say they can astral project, and I can almost guarantee you they are not actually actual projecting. What do you think they In do? my opinion. I think they're just... Dreaming. Um, dreaming. For one, there's this uh, guy I was watching on YouTube uh, talking about astral projection, and okay. he straight up said, "Like, I mean, this is like a like a guru type guy. Like, he knows his stuff." Ah, um, I think I saw that. And uh, he basically said, "Most people they they imagine that they're traveling and they're going out and doing stuff." He's basically saying it's like a self induced hallucination. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're almost... not actually traveling. They're just they're just more or less dreaming. They just they, they think they're traveling. Is this right. Guru the same guy who talks about having five different levels? Yes. Okay. The I five different that. bodies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, the physical body, the mental body, the energetic body, the uh, eth- e- e- ethereal body, yes. and then the bliss body. Good so, job. yeah, it's the same. I wouldn't have remembered that. The Good. same guy. Yeah, we watched the same guy. Okay. But, yeah, he, he basically said most people are just, he thinks it's insane with how many people in the U.S. are like, I'm astral projecting. And I kind of agree with him. Um, I think most people are just... You think um, there would be air traffic if there were astral? <laughs> oh, I want that job. I want to be the astral projecting air traffic controller. Like, hey, wait, stop! <laughs> These guys, come on through, come on through. And I, I actually watched another uh, video. It was a it was a panel of neuroscientists, and they they kind of talked about that, and they and they actually mentioned that they also agree that maybe a lot of people are just actually just hallucinating. Um, they ask about they did t- touch on the topic of. Why does everyone? It kind of seems like you're from above, right? That's a lot of the stories are from above, and uh, this this scientist has said, "Well, I don't think they're all like that. I think that's just maybe the most common." But I've heard of people, you know, seeing themselves from behind, from the side, from the front, but actually, I've never heard from below. Never heard anyone talking about they're from laying on the ground, laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they've never seen that, or people talk about that. Um, so I thought that was interesting. But maybe for, for, for some of the listeners or viewers who actually have no idea what we're talking about when I say the word, astro, the word astral projection or even out-of-body experience, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about you basically are in a state of where you are not in your physical body, but you're your from... Your consciousness has left your body. Your physical body is somewhere, and your consciousness is free-roaming. Well, to go even further that, it's more like your astral self, your spirit is actually leaving your body. Not just your consciousness, but your whole spirit. So basically... The way some people look at it is, um, is our bodies are just vessels same? that are being... No. No? No. Why not? Well, so like I was saying, our bodies are more or less just a vessel, and they're inhabited by a spiritual uh, form of ourself. I would say it's our consciousness. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's positive if you want to look at it that way. I just It's your spirit body leaving your physical body. Yes. Is astral projecting. Yes. 
That could be the same as your consciences. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I concur. What do you think? Uh, and I and I don't know. I don't. And I don't think I don't think we'll ever really have the answer, right? No, nope, uh, probably not. So, uh, but uh, experiences is all we have. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it is interesting how you know you you know the whole dream state. I guess that's a whole other topic too. Maybe the whole dream state. And well, there's like lucid. So I think what he's saying is the hallucinations is just like daydreaming, like a lucid daydreaming, mm-hmm. like seeing what you want to see and right. taking yourself where you want to take yourself and. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever astral projected. I think I've more or less, I don't know. I've seen, I don't know. It's been weird. I've done a couple things, but it's been weird. What do you mean? So one time I've, so I've never like tried astral projecting before ever, but one time at a investigation, I tried doing something where I meditated and tried seeing myself walking through this house to see what I could see. And it was that one where I, I saw those twins. Okay. Yeah. And it was weird because the way I saw them were like cartoon character like, but like black and white, not colored at all. So it wasn't like I was seeing like an actual like. Where was it at? Is it residential? It was a residential. Yeah. Was maybe give a little bit more premise for the listeners. So it was a residential where we were going to go to this home to see what kind of spirits were were there, what was going on in this home, why they asked for our help. And I got there before everyone else, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try something I've never done before. I'm going to meditate and try to see myself going through this house to see what I could see in this house before I get there. And I already sensed the energies coming from these two windows, which I could already tell seemed like two different rooms. So from the outside, of from the, the outside of the okay. house. So I seen myself walking down this hallway and then going into these meeting to where these two rooms are. But what happened, what was weird was that shifted from me being inside the house to me being outside the house again. But I'm so I'm seeing the house now from the outside, but the exterior wall is now missing, and I'm seeing the inside, like kind of like a dollhouse, right? And I'm seeing twin boys, one in each room, stand up and walk towards each other, and then boom, all of a sudden that was it. And then later that day, Brandy, <laughs> she ended up <clears throat> helping us, and Astro projected herself to this residential uh, investigation we were at. And confirmed what I had seen without ever saying anything to her. Now, when you walked in the house, did it look similar to what you were seeing? So it was weird. The way I was walking down this hallway is all I was doing was walking down this hallway towards these rooms. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, right before I got to them, I was on the exterior side. Oh. But the way they were set up, yes, it was. Mm. Where I could see the where the uh, rooms were just, you know regular square shape, but where the beds were and where closets were, they walked towards each other to this wall and boom. Now, what do you call that? I don't know. That's what exactly, like, I don't know if that's some type of a meditation or an astral projection, but it's like, I don't think I was astral projecting, but at the same time, I know what I saw and it it was confirmed. Uh And so it's strange. I don't know if that's called astral projecting or not. Yeah, that's just pretty interesting. Or if that's meditation. But then what you said with Brandy actually astral projecting herself that was which was and that was a different type because she was actually like you know she was talking to us on the phone as she was coming to us mm-hmm. do you guys, so do you remember what happened have you, have you talked to her about that like or yes i, mean, I did here, okay go ahead. so when i asked her about that i asked her what it was like when she's coming 
towards us. Like, yeah. how how are you finding us? She like, said, where is she? she like in her room? Is she? Is she sitting, she's just like know? setting herself up. Yeah, where she's you know meditating. I think she's just probably sitting on the floor or something. Probably just in her living room. Yeah. Home. So lays on the floor, or sits on the floor. Yeah, and she's just on the phone with us still. But um, she said the way she's like like floating over, but it. She was like, she was saying, imagine like uh, just seeing like a bunch of cats everywhere. Every every cat looks the same. Uh-huh. But if you know your cat, like if you have a cat that you've seen or been around a lot, you can pinpoint that one cat uh-huh. out of the, all of them. Yeah. She was saying everyone has like gives off properties like these, I don't know, like elements or properties that energy energies yeah. and uh, some people are, are identifiable, and the rest just look like a bunch of energy. I, I can relate to having kids. If, if I take my kid to a place where a bunch of kids are playing, I can kind of feel where my kid is in the bunch. I'm like, it's, 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 she's going to be over this area. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the way she hones in on that is uh, kind of going in towards the direction uh, that we're at and then pinpointing, seeing those the energies and then honing in on it and then, boom, being there where we were. Quack, quack. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's her and I have been friends for at this point now, like 14 years. Okay. Um, It's we've been around each other a lot. Our energies are very familiar to one another. So it's easy for her to pick out where I am. Sniff you out. Yeah, more or less. (laughs) Um, And then, I mean, she's been around you guys enough, too. She could do the same thing with you guys as well. Um, she's done it on an, uh, investigation I was at in Bountiful, uh, residential <clears throat> and same thing. She was on the phone with me and, the, um, how she's never been to before. Cause it was the first time anyone on our team had ever been. And you were actually, yeah. uh, there, this one, yeah. uh, DVO. And, uh, she was able to tell me, um, exactly which investigators were at the house, where they were at in the house and gave me the layout of the house. Uh, mm-hmm. While on the phone with me, uh, being a house she's never been to before. I mean, she told me, she's like, that bathroom that's right in front of you. She's like, there's a spirit in that bathroom. Um, she's like, that bedroom that's down the hall right next to you on this side. Um, there's a spirit there. And she's like, uh, you know, Caden, Deanne, Don, everyone in the basement. You know, she she said where everybody was without ever physically ever being to this house. Interesting. Um, knew the layout and everything. Yeah. You guys being such good friends, has she ever explained that to you? Like what, what is it she's doing, or how she learned how to do that, or what she's experienced? Has she ever got into detail with you about it? I just know that uh, it's one of the things that she's taught herself through research online and then through meditation. Mm. Um, I, out of all the people I know that say they can astral project, she's about the only one I believe that can actually astral project. Okay. Um, most other people, I think, I agree with that guru guy that they're just they're imagining they're that they're yeah. someplace, and I, I almost want to say that like these places that these people are seeing themselves going to are probably familiar places that they've been to they've before. Been before so. so it was like daydreaming, right? Yeah. Like when you daydream. So I mean, when you're giving me details of a location that you've never been to before, sure, you can sure. tell me the layout of the house, like in your experience, like we the, the layout of the house looked the same as like when you kind of try to project yourself there. Yeah. So in in that case, in my opinion, that's more astral projecting than than uh what other people say that they're doing because you you were never there before. It's not somewhere you've been, but you were able to see the layout and how everything was set up in the house before actually being there. I think 
in my opinion, that's astral projecting, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it either. Mm-hmm. And there has been, so there was another time I tried doing some things while meditating where I uh, was trying to experiment with a small amount of DMT and then meditate. Let me explain what DMT <clears throat> is. It's the spirit molecule. Which is in your body. In your pineal gland. Uh-huh. So um, concentration and things uh, concentrated down, got, instead of having to do like the whole ayahuasca drink and tripping out for eight hours i'm not down with that um i was just trying to do small doses and meditate no i wish it was the frog okay um but i did just a small amount meditated just to see where that could take you where does does this dmt come from then um plants oh okay okay so there's which is ayahuasca is from isn't it ayahuasca is a plant so it's just it's just plants and then this one molecule in those plants. Animals have it. We have it. So, um, but doing it a different way than drinking it, you'll be able to metabolize it way faster within minutes. Mm-hmm. So just trying to meditate with it um, and seeing where it would take me uh, was more of like being in my own head and like confronting myself. And it was weird because it seemed like I'm in like somewhere, I'm somewhere facing myself and my other self is telling me things about me they're like you don't even know how how strong you are do you like you can i can you can do you things can like rule this. the world you can rule you can take everything no so it this was, was telling me see well this thing was telling me it was uh so it's me telling me like you can feel pain without having pain and i'm like what are you talking about instantly i woke up with my mouth hurting my mouth was hurting like i just bit something and I couldn't find pinpoint the pain, and then boom, it was gone. Hmm. And I, that really kind of freaked me out there for a second. I'm like, where, where was I? When how is this my higher self talking to me? Yeah. Um, and then another, I think the first time I tried that, I was in like this room with all these items sitting on pedestals, and I'm just kind of like floating around looking at all these items on pedestals, but I'm like looking deeper into it and you're seeing how each thing is made up of things and it's like all moving within itself and it's then I hear myself telling myself like everything's moving even if it's not moving. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking about ghosty yeah, shit. Yeah, what are you talking about ghosty? You're talking about some weird shit right now. But then that's <laughs> like, wait a minute. Because ghosty don't play that. <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, I guess we're all in the vibration moving and everything's uh-huh. made up of vibrations. Like, I don't know if the the hell am I telling myself? This is weird shit. <laughs> yeah, as a as a podcast fan... Cocaine's just, a hell of a drug. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> as a podcast fan, listen to Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot Boxing, and uh, he does he does the toad. Which is a higher, a stronger form of DMT. So they, don't they just scrape some of the venom off the toad? Is that what it is? Yes. All they're doing is they're... They're scaring, They're like handling the toad. The toad excretes this venom. Is the same thing like the Aborigines would lick for their trips? Is the same type of situation? Kind of, but yeah. you're not actually licking it. So what you're doing? I know, is, but that's what yeah. isn't that what Aborigines do? I don't think they licked it either. I think that whole licking toads thing was just a, a made up. Guy. It was made oh. up, and then it kind of got Mike made Judge, fun of. Mike Judge made it up. Probably he was somebody. I think so. <laughs> okay, and, they uh, didn't Family Guy too. Okay, so all they did was they yeah, they take the toads. They excrete the venom, uh-huh. they scrape the venom onto a glass, let it uh, dry, dry, and it turns into a crystals, and then they vaporize it. Oh, crazy. That's crazy. Um, but 
uh, that form of DMT is like five times stronger than the plant form. Oh, okay, interesting. But I've never tried the toad. Yeah, but you know, I hear them talk about. I hear people come on talk about. I've heard stories of people on ayahuasca and doing this toad, and uh, you know, it's, it's just interesting what people say that they experience. You, they, 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 basically, they they confront themselves and they they get to another level. Yeah, get to another level so of I've, their life of their uh, being. Doing the DMT by itself, without not the full drink, but just uh, the concentrated form, um, you're only there for like five to ten minutes compared to five to ten hours. Sure, that's uh, way better. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are in another dimension. You're somewhere else, but everyone kind of has the goal, like kind of travels there the same. Going yeah. through this tunnel and seeing some certain things. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to hear people's <laughs> stories about it. Uh, I've even heard stories of atheists turning Christian. Would you like to experience? I don't know. The other side. P- part of me says yes. Part of me says no. I think he just offered to kill you. Because <laughs> 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 the other you, side you're talking about. Do you want to experience the other side for five minutes and come back? <laughs> do you want to die? It's like do that movie ex- Flatliners. Do you want to experience <laughs> another level? <laughs> do you want to go interdimensional? <laughs> That's a good way to say it right there. Actually. That's your brother. <laughs> That sounds Do dirty. Do you want to go interdimensional? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? After it, the show, let me get my shaman on. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's, it seems interesting. And um, I guess right now we're just talking about astral projections and, and kind of that. Peter, have you had any experience with astral projections or have you tried? I've not tried. Okay. Um, I've been told I have. You um, have what, the ability? Or you have that I've it? done it before. Oh. So I was uh, at Synchronicities. And there's a guy there. Um, He's like, you were in my dream, bro. Yep. <laughs> no, he has a one of those giant copper pyramids. And so I wanted. So like, you look like my pyramid, bro. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Big copper guy. You... <laughs> have you ever been in a copper pyramid? No. Try it sometime. Try I don't it. know what that is. It's a wired pyramid made of copper, but you lay underneath it when you meditate. Oh, it's wire. Got it. Oh, okay. it's a copper piping or tubing. Pipe. Yeah. Okay. Um, real thick type of wire. Okay. The real thick it's, kind. Yep. <laughs> so what was his question to it you? It was made out of pennies. What was, was this guy's question to you? Uh, he didn't have a question. So oh. while he was getting me ready, like saging me and, and oh. uh, saging Brandy because we were both there, um, he, was getting a, he was getting me ready and preparing me to go into the pyramid. Okay. And while he was doing that, I had my eyes closed and I saw... And I thought it was just like a vision or whatever. I thought I was just seeing things. But with my eyes closed, I saw like a red flamed person and a blue flamed person basically dancing around together. And I told Brandy about it afterwards. And she's like, yeah, that was you and me astral projecting. That was our spirit selves dancing with each other. And I was like, okay, then. Interesting. And you you saw that. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, everything you was, were, but you were seeing it from down, looking up. You weren't actually seeing it from like. I was seeing it from above. Remember, the neuroscientist says no one sees it from below. <laughs> right, but I was thinking about with his eyes closed, if he was like looking up into the pyramid. Yeah. No, actually, I was standing. Oh, you were standing. I was standing when this happened. So he had a piece of like um, a piece of wood that I was standing over, and while he was saging uh, myself and Brandy. I had my eyes closed, just kind of preparing myself to get into the pyramid. And while he was doing that, that's when I saw the and it literally just like it's like something out of Fantasia, just like mm. flames. Pe- people made out of flames. One was blue, mm. one was red, 
and they were like dancing in a field. And I told Brandy about it afterwards, and she's like, yeah, that was me and you. That was, you were astral projecting with me. Um, so according to her, yes, I've, I've astral projected, but so, it wasn't on purpose. But this was my whole thing that I was asking about. So the way you were seeing it was from your eyes seeing these things dancing. You weren't these things dancing, seeing, looking back at you. No. It was like, it was like I was above them, like watch, looking down on them, watching it happen. Right. So that's what I was trying to get to. So you were seeing them from a different angle. Yeah. Not actually seeing it from that, the point of view of that. Yeah. It wasn't like a first person point of view. It was like third person. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. For those. Could you see yourself still? Like you're looking down, but you you just, you only saw these two. I just saw the two flame, the two flame people Mm. dancing. Mm. And I was told it was branding myself. Interesting. Mm. Cause she saw it too. Yeah. Now, now here's the weird part. Now, if you were astral projecting, are you in two different places? Uh, technically, I guess yes. See what I mean? How are you able to see that if you weren't in that, looking out of it? That's I guess that's the whole theory of astral ah, projecting. Blowing that, minds. That's, I guess that, that's the whole the whole theory with astral projecting is that your physical body and your spiritual body are in two different places at the same time. Oh, interesting. So, like, your consciousness. Well, is I like know that, saying, but, like, I, but then, like, now you're like the watcher. Sure. <laughs> What's the watcher? Well, haven't you been watching the What If uh, Marvel stuff? No. Oh, man, that's good shit. No, I've been watching American Horror Stories. I, I haven't been watching the new season yet. No, Horror Stories. It's a whole different series. I've heard. I it's, it's, it. it's like a Twilight Zone type thing. Each, each episode, episode something new. Yep. yep. Oh. Nice. That's what I've been watching recently. So that's what I'd be. I, more into I haven't that. gotten to the what ifs yet. What if is a good one. Two sentence horror stories on Netflix. Crap! Don't watch that. Yeah, I it's hate boring. it. Um, oh, another thing about like the DMT ayahuasca. Uh-huh. When you are traveling interdimensional type stuff, it's it's like you're a floating pair of eyes. It's like you're the set of eyes. You're floating and you're you're visually seeing things happening. You're seeing it, but you're from your eyes and like you don't see your body you don't see anything uh-huh. of yourself anyways you only see what's coming at you and what's in these places you're entering but you don't see yourself so even though this is happening for five minutes does it, does it feel like it's happening much longer like a dream yeah sometimes like, it does sometimes it doesn't Some, like, you know you pass out for like but a you're minute. totally control like coherent you're completely coherent so like even uh if your body feels like it's a little bit too much you can you're completely conscious and t- tell yourself like you're this will be over in five minutes you you know exactly where you are you're sitting down in your house you're right here um and you just it's weird because yeah you're in completely coherent you're not like whacked out of your mind or anything uh you're just you're sitting there with your eyes closed and experiencing where this is taking you and like trying to learn from it interesting um but like i said what's weird is you don't ever see your body at all it's like you're just a pair of eyes and you're just flying you're taking off and experiencing and seeing things you know i I think i did have another experience um in a different pyramid session where i remember like i don't visualize things very much but i do remember visualizing stuff in this particular session Uh and i remember seeing like it looked like i was in the stars like i could see the galaxy i could see the stars turning and stuff like that and when the guy said go ahead and come back when you're ready it was weird because at that point it was like 
because I was laying down. Uh, my eyes were closed, but it was like they were open at the same time. Like I could see the room. Uh-huh. And when he said come back, I literally saw a light like come from the sky down into the building to the top of the pyramid and through the pyramid down into me. And as soon as the light hit me, I woke up. Interesting. So this guy was guiding you the whole time? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I've never tried it on my own. Like, so if I've astro projected, it's been through like guided meditations. It's not something I've done on purpose. It's not something I've tried to do. Um, and, and if I'm astro projecting, that's I, I don't know for sure. Did you go somewhere, or were you you remember you remember much about it? I remember seeing. Um, no, that's I remembered point? more at the time, but the only thing I remember now is the seeing the stars and then uh, seeing the light. The light, like one, it was like one of the stars, like came down. So what was the point? Of, what me. was the whole point of it of doing the, this? Um, it's the the copper pyramid is it's a way to keep yourself grounded while okay. you're doing this meditation. Uh-huh. Um, but it also helps you release things that it's it's just another form of like energy work. Um, just helping you. Yeah, release. it's a form to like concentrate the energy down into that area. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll put certain stones at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually has like a uh, another little pyramid that he's made, like with resin and stones and stuff in it, at the top of the pyramid. How, um, how big is this? Like, are you, are, we, are you laying down in it? Like, yep. How big is this thing? It's I don't know the exact dimensions, but it's big enough for me to lay down in, and I'm six foot five. Hmm. That's a pretty significant size. And, and the point was, you want, you what was the point of you doing that though? Like, you wanted to clear your head of something, or you just kind of felt he- like something was heavy on you, or it was um, when I was trying to make the decision on whether or not to leave the other team. Okay. Um, so you was, had a question you were trying to get guidance on. Yes. Okay. And I, I pretty much got the answer from that. I mean, I I try a lot of different things. When I see something new that I've never experienced before, I try it out I just like to that. see that's what good. it's like. No, so, um, like for the longest time, I put off trying uh, having someone do Reiki with me, mm-hmm. um, and I finally let someone do it, and it's that's uh, another amazing experience uh, if it's done with the right person. Because I've had two different people do Reiki with me, and the other person, the second person, um, I mean, it was different mm-hmm. uh, with the stuff that the, each individual was able to do. And you it was say, let's get Reiki, baby. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bigger, have you done, uh, or I guess you're going to do the toad then? You're open to trying new things? You're going to try some interdimensional? You want to go interdimensional? Uh, not right now. We're recording no, like right now. Like, no, now. <laughs> do it live. We'll do it live. Well, Beaker, another question for you. Have you, because I know, I know Ghosty's answer, but have you experience with um, uh, funny mushrooms? No. You have not? Nope. Would you like to? Nope. Why is that? Uh, work. Oh, okay. No, there's no test for that. <laughs> I don't know. I well, there's do. There's not. No, we, <laughs> we told you. So... So me and Ghosty have. <laughs> we play with some funny mushrooms. Yeah, it's been fun. And um, I've got to say, like, that that has opened my mind to some things. Um, like, to, to ideas that I had, to ideologies that I didn't know about. And, like, it's like, you know, you're, you're, I don't even know how to explain it. Your brain thinks differently, I guess. And then, you know, like, a, an idea or thought comes to my mind on mushrooms. And all of a sudden, like... Wait, that could be like a thing. Like you know, well, you kinda... think about it from different angles. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is why, um, like Native Americans did it. I think the point of them like doing peyote and mushrooms 
was because opening your mind, opening your mind, and like going to the spiritual realm and, and talking to whatever, whoever was in the spiritual realm. I think that was the point of them doing that. Um, you know, they didn't have science on their side, so they just were like, "Hey, this is out here growing. Let's just, you know, we eat fruit and veggies that grow. Let's just eat these fungi and." See what happens with that too. Well, they knew what happens with that. Well, they, well, I mean, they found out. And they're like, "This is nice." Um, when it comes to astral projection, we don't have science on our side either. Well, that's true. That's true. Science uh, is very against it, say, saying it's not possible. That well, I mean, I mean, this panel of neuroscience scientists I was listening to, like, they were like, "Yeah, just people hallucinating," which, for the most part, they are. There probably is, like, like you said. I kind of think of that movie, uh, Doctor Strange. You know what I'm talking about? Doctor Strange, the yep. Marvel movie? Yeah. And um, That came up in that article I was reading. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. And Doctor Strange himself. I can't remember what his real name is. but Stephen Strange. Or, yeah, yeah, Stephen Strange. He's talking with another guru. I mean, what do you call her? I don't know what you call the her. The Sorcerer Supreme? There, man, I'm so glad you're here, Beaker. Mm-hmm. I watch like, too many Marvel Because that's what she does, right? Like, she basically has an out-of-body experience where she astral projects. Or both, actually. Yeah. Actually, probably both is happening. And so if, if you're still like trying to have an idea of what we're talking about, think of that movie. <laughs> I guess is, there's also the same reason the hospital, like, out of his body, like, in a spirit form, fighting the other guy. As, oh, right, as, right, like, right. Rachel McAdams' character yes. is trying to revive him. Uh-huh. And then the movie? Yeah, towards the end mm-hmm. of the movie, yeah. Yes, exactly. I forgot about that part. And that was the part I was just thinking about. Yeah, so I, I think about that movie <laughs> when I think of actual projecting or out-of-body experience. I do think of that movie. Let's go back to last episode when I did mention I have a friend that says he astral projects from his... I, I believe he said laying down in his bed and astral projects um, to in maybe one or two cities over into a restaurant, to the basement of a restaurant that's um, been documented to have spirits in there. They were on ghost adventures as well. And uh, I've talked to the owners and some of their team. Now, real quick. Uh-huh. Did he ever... Astral projector before that episode of Ghost Adventures aired, or was it after? I'm trying to talk to him <clears throat> about coming on and sharing exactly. This was this conversation happened through text, and I did ask him to come on. Um, actually, my personal podcast. This is before we created the EVP podcast. I asked him to come on my podcast, and he just because of his line of work, he has just been afraid. And I've you know I've told and again this is all through text, so it's kind of hard to you know you know translations lost in text so I, I, did, I did think i need to reach out to him and just say hey can you come on just do even if it's just with me and then we just kind of clip it at the end of an episode or something like that just to have him share his story um because you know me I'll, I'll ask these type of questions just like i ask these type of questions here i'll, I'll kind of ask what why he does it what is he thinks happening but just from just the little bit of what that we know like what do you guys think is happening that he says and i don't know if he's done it recently i haven't talked to him um, close to a year, over six months since I've talked since I've talked to him. But he made it seem like he just will just astral project from his bed and just go there. I don't know why he keeps going there. So this is what is makes it weird for me is why is it pinpointed at that location, and it, is it only because that TV because it got aired on Ghost Adventures and he saw that episode and all of a sudden now that's where he wants to go or uh-huh. whatever because there's spirits everywhere. There's not. Right. I mean. From his location, you said two cities away to that location. Uh, th- there's countless t- type threes all the way over there. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so what pinpoints it to that Let's location? just say because of that episode, that interested him. So then maybe he wanted to go and check it out himself. 
What do you think? Because it's um, you make it sound like he's just automatically goes there, like without trying to. He just gets pulled there. The impression I got is that he purposely goes there. Okay. So has he like physically been there ever, or just? I don't know. Again, it was it was brief text messages. So the context is all basically that I've told you that he just is from his bed. He actual projects to the basement of this restaurant, communicates with the spirit, and he asked me if he wants. If I would like to meet the spirit. And I was like, I don't know. No, I, so I, I don't have an answer for that yet. I haven't seen the episode of Gus Adventures. Have you? Yes. At, at this restaurant. Yes. So in that episode, did they show the basement? Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. So my train of thought on this is he, he's seen it. And I've done this before, too, where you see something in a movie or see something on TV. And it piques your interest for whatever reason. And so you have dreams about it. You have dreams about yourself mm-hmm. being there. Um, doesn't necessarily mean you're astral projecting there. You're just having like a recurring dream of yeah. that particular location. What's I've, that? I've had that before. Where, and I mean, we used to go to Family Tree all the time, and I've had dreams about Family Tree, but I've also had dreams about places I've been to for been uh, to before. And so, I think it might just be he's interested about the place, so he just is just having a recurring dream. But now it. I'm interested when he's talking about, oh, do you want to meet this spirit when he's. Like, okay, how much... Because I, I, I agree with you on this. Well, the thing uh-huh. is, is, like, the spirit, like, was it mentioned in the show? Like, but and I, I don't know where spirit he's he talking just said, to, but... Where he said, where this guy asked uh, DVO here, do you want to meet the spirit? So that makes it sound like it's more of a conscious... Like, he can consciously do this at any time. That's the uh, impression that That's I That's an impression yeah. I'm getting from this. So it, how much is it? Is he actually, like, dream state... Because nah, so many questions. I've, but how much of it is him? So vague. It's just, very vague. It's just him possibly because he's this, dreamed about it so much that he thinks that he can make this happen. Yeah, we need more. Because have we you ever? More. Have you ever? When when it comes to dream, have you ever had a recurring dream that you've had over and over again multiple times? Not necessarily like you know back to back to back every night, but like I can think of a particular dream that I used to have a lot when I was a kid. I had it all the time. Like, the same dream. It always started the same uh, and ended the same. Just the whole dream was exactly the same every time. Yeah. And, like, without having more information from him, I don't know if the dreams that are, if, if what he's doing is the exact same every time or if it's different or, I mean, there's just so many questions uh, we don't have the answers to. And, like, what is he talking to the spirit about? Like, is he stealing pizza recipes? What <laughs> the hell? Is it an Italian restaurant? I can tell you what he's going to use, a ton of olives. <laughs> Yes. Good but point. maybe it's just something he's dreamt about so much that he thinks that he can actually, like, talk to the spirits there. Uh, I mean, it could be his subconscious self, like, trying to tell him something. And is all his screws tightened down, or is anything loose up top? <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's a very uh, coherent person. The movie I just... Okay, I was just looking up for this movie, Jumper. You guys ever see Jumper? Yeah. So basically, they, they had to see a place, and then they can jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah they could just look at a location. picture and they could jump there. Yeah, I was just kind of looking that. Like, so he's a jumper. I, I, I don't know, right? That's why, that's why I want to get him on and talk. Without to actually him. like talking to him, there's just there's no way to know. Okay, that's fair, fair, um, fair enough. Um, out of body experiences, near death experience. I want to read you guys a couple stories. Does that sound good to you guys? Of people that shared near death experiences. And what do you guys think? Oh, Baker, okay. you're making a face. I want some cocoa if you're going to tell me a story. <laughs> a little fireplace. Let me tuck you in first. Yep. 
And I've, Swaddle I, me, baby. Have you guys ever read any of these type of things with these near-death experiences? I've I've watched uh, like shows. I've read some, yes, and I've watched shows where they talk about it and they kind of reenact some stuff. Okay, okay. So I've watched some of those. I've, I've seen some cool stories on that. I've done research on near-death experiences. I did an episode on, on my other podcast. The, okay. The last, the old podcast. So we read a couple, we made a couple stories here. Get, get, get all cozy, all right? Everyone get, get, get your hot cup of cocoa. All right. <laughs> and some, these, these, uh, these ones I'm going to read right now are from Reddit. So, okay, the source Reddit. of all knowledge. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So this person said, I've died once. I don't remember much about it, except there was a nice, dark nothingness, which I guess felt kind of cozy, but I also knew it was the end, so I'd better not. I don't know. I knew I wasn't supposed to go into the dark. Like, I was in the dark, but I wasn't supposed to be enjoying it. Because if I embraced it too much, I would die. It was kind of like falling asleep and vaguely remembering a dream when you wake up. All right, here's another one. My frat brother was clinically dead for 45 seconds, overdosed on Xanax. The experience changed his life. He never used drugs again. He said he saw himself over the hospital bed and the nurses working. He said as he slowly floated through the roof, a peaceful feeling better than any drug took over. He said you feel free of all worry and regret. He saw the white light, allegedly, and a few family members. Before they said it wasn't his time, he floated back to his body. Um, here, here's, here's one, too. This is a good one. Uh, they told me I was dead for three minutes. I remember those clips of people saying they experienced some kind of near afterlife. But for me, it was like sleeping. I woke up. They told me how I almost died, and I said, oh, yeah? They explained a bunch of stuff and then offered me a grilled cheese. I had Doritos, too. Ten out of ten would die again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just nothingness, not scary at all. Well, and so I've heard stories uh, similar to the, the hospital bed one where um, people have, I guess, technically died while in the hospital, like while having an operation or whatever. Uh-huh. And they see like the room and they see stuff in the room that you can't see from that laying down position. And they talk about it when they come back. I've, I've, so I've seen these uh, reenactment videos where they've talked about this same thing. Uh, being in the hospital, being in a coma or being in an operation. Uh-huh. Um, leaving their body and kind of floating around the hospital, and they've—I've heard stories where they've like floated over themselves as they're getting operated operated on. They floated into different rooms and seeing doctors and nurses having affairs, and then like called yeah. them out on it, and it was true. Uh, other ones where they've floated on to other parts of the hospital and found where there were shoes sitting on this roof where nobody could see that there were shoes there unless you were on the certain floor looking at a certain angle. And then she explained it to somebody that there were someone's shoes up on this roof and blah, blah, blah. Interesting. They went out and checked at that location and there were shoes on the roof. Huh. And she described them, what they look like, and everything. That is interesting. I'll read, I'll read two more stories. These kind of have that, have that effect. All right, here goes another one. I got hit by a car when I was three. My heart stopped for just shy of two minutes. I had lost a ton of blood and was dealing with insane amounts of trauma as far as nerve endings go. I had a really weird out-of-body experience. It was like I was looking down. My mom was sobbing and my dad was literally holding her arms to keep her from coming to me while they were all swarming me. There was this equipment and yelling. I saw it through a toddler's eye, so I guess that's how I remember it. I got this feeling like it's time to go, so I watched my mom as I left. 
I got sucked into a vacuum, it felt like. I ended up in this space that was empty. It wasn't black, it was just simply void. And all I felt was like when you need a hug for the most, when, when you were at your very worst, when a single kind touch will make your emotions burst, that time is a million. I felt hugged close to, I honestly can't describe it. It felt like a welcome home message. Then it all blacked out. I woke up in ICU and was, and was terrified of the beeping and tubes and screamed until my dad came and comforted me. And then one more here. My uncle was a heavy drug user and overdosed on many occasions. He had to be, he had to be revived on, on only one occasion. And on this moment, he quit his drug use cold turkey. He was gone for a full two minutes. Damn, that's a long time. All brain activities shut down along with the rest of his body. He told me that the only thing he could remember was sitting at a picnic table at this park that was behind the house where he was raised, the only good place in his memory. He was sitting there with someone that he, he knew he loved, but that he didn't know who it was. He said he just spoke to them, but, as, but had no idea what was said, only that the person said, I'll see you later, remember me. Then after this, he was revived. He was a little crazy and still is, but I wouldn't think he would lie about this. Now, um, when it comes to these situations where people have these near-death experiences, uh-huh. these are one of the only times that it's documented that your pineal gland will release that DMT. Mm, so they say that your pineal gland releases DMT the moment you're, you're born, and it releases again uh, at death. So with people having near-death experiences, they're getting a, a full dose of DMT uh-huh. released into their body. Uh, so what they're seeing when they're having these near-death experiences, um, is a drug induced hallucination, but at the same time, like I said, when people take DMT, they all kind of start off and go through the same situation. They all kind of see the same, they go through the same thing. So when people are experiencing these near death, near death experiences, they kind of, a lot of them do have similar experiences it sounds Although like they see themselves from above no not that i'm That's talking I'm about like when they like i don't know it sounds like like when they leave and come back or get i don't know sucked through a vacuum oh uh-huh, or go through uh-huh, stuff yeah. like that um a lot of people have some type of similar stories sometimes anyways yeah um but you know how much of that is the dmt and how much of that is actual real and how much of that is combined like is that released for a reason because it's setting you off to that spiritual realm sure and so like it's released for a certain reason and it you know what i mean like why is that there why do we have that and why is it released at that time mm-hmm. you know and is it released at that time because it's getting us ready for a spiritual journey well that's a oh boy that is the question right there right that's a pretty interesting question right there um be, let's you guys want to go on a spiritual journey <laughs> Peer pressure goes to you over here. <laughs> like where I come from, it's not peer pressure. It's just your turn. Um, <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting question right there. I don't even know if we have time to go down that hole. But, uh, yeah, I think I do think it's interesting, you know, I mean, the story that you just shared about someone, you know, flying over overhead, they could see these shoes on a roof, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there actually are some shoes up there. And that person would have would have, have no they would idea. never been up there because yeah. they got brought in, getting operated on. They haven't left that room. 
Speaker, what do you? Th- I mean, me reading these stories, Ghosty telling some stories that from shows he's watched. Like, what do you think of of that? This out of quote unquote out of body experience or um, near death experience? It's entirely possible. Like mm-hmm. I said, I I did some research um, on this about a year or so ago, and they did talk about like people, like they they've done tests where. It's like, say they have like a light or something, there are letters that they put on a board only after the person's out. And then when the person comes back, they ask them, you know, what the letters were and they're able to tell them. Oh. <clears throat> or they place objects in the room or whatever. And the people are able to tell them what the objects are and where they are without prior knowledge. Um, so yeah. I think it's entirely possible to have some sort of like out of body experience or like a near death experience. I mean, technically, like, if you're clinically dead for, like, three minutes, you're not really having a near-death. You, you die. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. So, at that point, I think it's more of an out-of-body experience. Um, I think it's enti- excuse me, entirely possible um, for that to happen. Okay. I, 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 find I think astral projection is possible as well. I just don't think it's as common as people right. think it is. Right, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I think it's I think, very I think that people that are trying... Or not, not as common. <laughs> I think people that are trying to, they're, they're just doing... They're going to a meditative state, and th- they're just... Yeah, I think it's just a daydreaming, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it mm-hmm. takes you. You have to realize how much discipline it actually takes for someone to actually astral project. Right. Um, and like I said, the like two times that I can remember supposedly doing it, um, it's not something I did on purpose. Mm-hmm. But one I, time I tried purposely. Like it, I had people there helping me though. Yeah. See, I didn't know what mine was. If it's astral projecting, if it's meditation, mine was just such Tonight, a weird situation that I have, I'm clueless to to put a title to it. Yeah, I don't. Fair know. enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, like I said, I hesitate to call what I did astral projecting too. Right. I, yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah. And so, is there like different forms? Is there different uh, strains of meditation <laughs> or astral projection? Is there? Yeah. Strange. Well, according to that guy, you've got your um, energetic body there. It's possible to, like, still sell, send out, like, when you're, like, traveling energetically, you're still sending a physical part of yourself out. Um, but he, he says it's it's harder and it takes a lot more practice and discipline to actually send your ethereal or ethereal body out or your bliss body or whatever, which one that does the astral projecting. But... Um, I mean, it's possible you could have been just like a, a doing like I've, I've, I've done this strain. before where basically like <clears throat> the way I kind of like read people's energy, it's kind of like a sonar. Like you're sending out energetic waves and you make energy, noise when you do it. Pop. Yep. I do that. I, I make noises. That's not how it sounds. Um, like more of clicks. Yes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> echolocation. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was something similar to that, where you're just kind of like sending your energy out, and then this is what's coming back to you. Does that make sense? Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's, I don't know for sure if that's because what Because the way is, my but... vision went, I went from the inside, all of a sudden switched to being on the outside. It was so strange. I didn't like have control where I floated gradually. It was just like a switch. So I don't know. Yeah. I, weird, I just man, don't know. Weird. I do, <laughs> and we may never know. This Probably is keep won't practicing. Know. 
keep practicing. More <laughs> drugs. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to my friend and see if I can get him to to come on. I mean, he shared, he's he's also shared with me interesting stories that his wife has paranormal stories that his wife has had, and and him too. So, so they've had some paranormal things happen to them, and I don't know this the, the whole astral projection thing was kind of something he just kind of threw at the end because he was just like, hey, hey, DVO, I know you're into paranormal stories. Check out a couple of these stories here. I'm like, oh, that, yeah, those, those are pretty interesting stories. And then he, then he got into, hey, have you heard of, you know, this restaurant? I said, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been there. I've eaten there, and I've, I know of the story. And he said, well, I, I astral project there, and I talked to the spirit in the basement. I was like, what? And he goes, do you want to meet? Did he say her? I can't remember if he said meet it or meet her. And I was like, I don't know how to answer that question. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know how to answer You didn't say how? You know, I, I, I felt, again, this was through text how? message, so I just kind of how? felt uncomfortable answering it. Like, cause I didn't know. Like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what my text could have made him think I was saying, and I didn't want him sending anything over to my house. How? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know, just reach out to him and just ask Maybe him. he's possessed. There's a demon wanting to come to your house. I don't know. I was looking for the invitation like a vampire. Yeah, who knows? He needs, he needs Keep garlic to... around your neck. Do I? Keep garlic around my yeah. neck? Yeah. Garlic. <laughs> don't eat it, though. I know garlic's delicious. I love garlic. My wife doesn't like it when I eat garlic, though. Maybe she's a vampire. Hmm. Uh-huh. Definitely. Well, I, no, because I did see her in the daytime yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> she's a daywalker. She's a daywalker. <laughs> All right, but I'd love to hear or read what our listeners or viewers think about astral projection. Or if they've had any experiences. Yes, I'd love to hear some stories about that. So uh, who can anyone share the uh, email for listeners and viewers? Yes, if you'd like to contact us, you can contact us on Facebook or Instagram at evp.pod. You can also contact us at gmail at evp.pod at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd love to hear some stories. We'll post, we'll post, the, we'll post it. We'll see if we can get some response on it. Right. I do. I do have not tonight though, because we're we're pretty much at the hour. But um, Josie, I, we had an email from her uh, a couple months ago, and I read her email about her experience with uh, sleep paralysis mm. and uh, mm, possible nice. alien sighting. Uh, I remember <sighs> we talked about that a couple. Like I read her email. Um, you, mm-hmm. you remember she was driving home yep. from work and she saw a light and she didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So about a month ago, she did send us another email uh, explaining more about her sleep paralysis uh, episode. And it is kind of a lengthy email. So um, I've been waiting for uh, my turn again to read that email. So uh, if if you're listening, it's not that we forgot about you. It's just uh, been trying to work it into one of the episodes. Okay, so okay. On the next on the next episode, I will probably read her email. And that goes for anybody. Like if you've got a, an experience, I mean, we put this on every episode. Um, if you have an experience that you'd like to share, whether it's astral projection, sleep paralysis, whatever, uh, if you have an experience you would like us to know about and possibly share on the podcast. Or if you've done the toad. Or if you've done the toad, <laughs> yeah. uh, hit us up at those those uh, different media outlets. Yeah, we'd, lo- we'd love to hear the stories. And even if you just want to tell us and, and have the stories just for the three of us, that's great, too. Yeah, um, we, we love, love hearing, reading them. We love hearing about people's experiences. Which we have some of those. People just say, hey, just, this is just for you guys. So Awesome. Thanks again for watching and listening to another episode of the EVP Podcast. Have a great one. Ghosty will play that. Peace out, butterflies. Wah 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 wah